on the advice of their lawyers and also their doctors. Off the Perch podcast would like to inform all listeners that the opinions expressed in these recordings are solely personal and do not reflect the views of any organizations they are associated with. As such, if you are offended by any content herein, please contact Off the Perch directly and they will be addressed live on the next show. This is Off the Perch, a New York Red Bulls supporters podcast. This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Jiki Vons and Sugar Dimes can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus in the Vega and get lit, what? Hey everybody, uh, we're we're actually back after another uh, another whatever that was on Tuesday. Uh, it's a good streak. We got a good streak going. Yeah, I mean, hey, if if you combine all of our goals in the last two games, maybe we would have made it to penalties on last Wednesday. Maybe, mm, maybe, maybe, maybe. Or if you pushed but, uh, all the Orlando goals into this game and we'd lost it 10 to 4, then we would have won in Orlando. Yes, this is also true. This is very true. Honestly, uh, I would have taken that. Yeah, I would have taken losing 10 to 4, but still being in the final of the Open Cup. I think, yeah. all right, this is sidetrack of all sidetracks, but yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it, it, it's Steve, it's Chris, it's Pat. And uh, we we have a special guest this week. After after how many how many times have we joked about about having having Friedlander on the show, and we we yeah. finally done it. We we finally have done it. He has muted himself right now. Uh, he has unmuted himself. Uh, happy to be here, guys. Um, like, up, I, like I said on two hundred two and Metro Fan TV probably two years ago. I'm just. Checking off the list. I don't think I'll get the scene ready, invite, but that's okay. We you're, pretty you're much just, got them all. Yeah, you're just the uh, the RB RBNY Twitter, uh, not Twitter, uh, podcast Thanos. You're just collecting Infinity Stones. Yeah, you're just doing all so, of them. Yeah, yeah. Now you have like your voices, your your Twitter voices thing, which is basically like a podcast slash like. What do they call those rooms now that they have in, in places where like people smash stuff? <laughs> like oh, my, stress release? my Twitter spaces is a smash room. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So oh yeah, no. Because I'll only host one. them after losses. <laughs> the next time I you win, it's like feed on the rage. Yeah, exactly. That's that's how you. That's how you process. That's how you process energy. Uh, that's um, but you know, story is like I feed on Rebel fans' rage. After all this time, we finally know now. They all thought I was apologist, but I was just feeding my rage. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. So uh, yeah, Tuesday happened. Um, the highs, the lows, the almost highs, the even was... lower lows. I, uh, that game is so for me it was surreal from beginning to end. Like I, that that was just a weird game to me. Uh, I was already like in like a disillusioned mood going into it. Like I walked into the stadium and like think I got there late and I was walking across the concourse when uh, was it Yearwood scored the second goal or was mm. it the first? And second, I like yeah, it was the first. Oh yeah, first. Yearwood was the first. 
Yearwood was the first, right? And then Long was the second. Yeah. So I was there. For, I was there for all the goals. I missed the first two. Like I wasn't in the section, but like, I don't know. It just, I was, I was just kind of like, still stunned from the Orlando game, and like, just still like kind of like in a pissed off mood. So like, oh yeah, we're up to nothing. Great. And then like, the rest of the game happened, and <laughs> and the final whistle blew, and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> Okay, this this just keeps getting uh, shittier and shittier. I mean, it it was not a not a good game. Like in, in terms of the quality of play, it was just really poor from both sides. I mean, yeah, the, the whole time I was thinking of like that um, that game where Beckham came to Giant Stadium for the first time, and of course the Red Bulls won five to four, and someone asked Bruce Arena after the game like general take on it or whatever he was he said something to the effect of like well that really sucked <laughs> and i was like because i mean we're, we're like in the first half we're up three two and it's just like all five goals were, were were pretty garbage in one way or another um maybe with the exception of yearwoods which of course took the huge deflection um and i think longs was nice longs was a nice set piece header like bullet header yeah P- poorly marked though yeah but um, if you listen to our commentators, they would have said this was a game everyone would love because they're the ultimate neutrals yeah, and see yeah. nothing through a home <laughs> fan's perspective. Yeah, absolutely. If you had my pleasure watching on the MSG feed, it was all like, oh, you, you got to love games like this. It's just amazing, isn't it? I'm like, oh, this absolutely sucks. Like, who enjoys this? This is, this is not fun. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so it, it's... It, like I said, it was a game where we, we scored early. We, we were up to nothing. Um, who was it that scored for them? Like, uh, it was like 21 minutes in the 21st minute. Diego Rubio scored. Honestly, I don't even remember that goal happening. That like, was I, I, Caceres. So, like, Cornell passed to the Caceres and he just got stripped. Yeah, I got stripped and then up that. Um, so, yeah, that there's that. Lewis Morgan, there was the penalty for our, uh, that Morgan converted. Was that one another one that had a lot of like weird like like uh, build up with yeah. like the VAR re- review? That was Luquinha's like pick Lalo Sabubakar's pocket, and then he pulled him down outside the box, but like continued right. it inside the box and got a red card. But then yeah. they rescinded the red card because you there was cover from yeah. someone, and then it would have been like double jeopardy type of thing. Right, right, right. So yeah, that was the first kind of little bit of uh, as as we continue saying the like rap fuckery. Um, but we got the goal. Lewis, Lewis converted, so it was three one. Um, and then it, we we had control for I'd say a good portion of the first half. Um, and again, it, it kind of started dying down, and like a little bit after like the thirty like thirtieth to thirty fifth minute. Um, Colorado then came back and scored a second goal um, to make it 3-2, um, and then we went into the half. Um, the There was no subs at halftime. The first sub that came for us was in the 59th minute was uh, Yearwood came out. Yearwood started, which was I was surprised, but uh, Yearwood came in. Uh, sorry, Yearwood came out for Edelman. Um, again, another a little bit of back and forth. It, it, it's just, I don't know, at this point in the game, it felt very much like um, most of these games where, like, 
we had a lead we had a bigger lead but we had a small lead and there was nothing going on like nothing happening we weren't kind of like taking advantage of any anything we had and then um 69th minute came and it happened i don't want to i feel bad because i like i but it's just it's evident like it happened again tom barlow and cameron harper came in for andres reyes and patrick kamala why you're taking out a defense defender um when like we talked about this on the spaces a bit but i think the reyes one was like strict minutes limit and it kind of goes to like bigger issues like okay, like we're relying on Dylan Nealis to slide into center back and Cameron Harper to go into right wing back. And it's like, why isn't, wasn't there like any succession planning to be like, okay, if Monzon's not the guy, maybe we need another center back ready because we know Reyes isn't fully like fit and he has this Jones fracture. Like they had plenty, they had up until May to find a solution there. And the solution was get rid of Monzon early. The only pushback I have for that, Eric, is if that's the case, why would he play any minutes in a friendly four days prior? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's and then, like... didn't he play the following day for Red Bull 2? No. He did? No. Somebody Just... somebody played back-to-back days and, um, other than Caden. And oh, um, Ofori okay. and Serwata. Okay. Uh, played okay. 45. And Dom played 70 because he got a red card. <laughs> Which is, and then Serwata went like a full 90 after playing, and Ofori went a full 90. But Ofori only played like 12 minutes against Barca. He like played half of the half. Got it. Um, but yeah, in any case, so that was, so the Reyes thing was uh, questionable. And then the Kamala for Barlow sub, which you, we see every game now. Um, at that point, we're winning 3 2. Um, and I'm not going to put the blame solely on, 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 on Barlow, uh, this it it just that's from there, the game just fell apart again. Uh, that those subs happened in 69th minute, in the 77th minute, uh, Colorado equalized. Um, that that was off the. Remember what? I should have watched the fucking highlights again because like that was another like weird deflected goal. Yeah, right the deflection, off. right? It like deflected off a of long and kind of just went outside of like it was one of those where it like deflects and just goes into side netting instead of like being a save that Cornell can yeah make. right so there's that one in the 77th minute the seven the, the one in the 80th minute was the one where it came off of um Cornell blocked the, sh- the first shot um but he deflected it towards a call uh towards Michael Barrios and Barrios slotted it in for to, to take the lead um at that point so that was the 80th minute uh, 81st minute, uh, Lewis Morgan came out for Caden Clark. Um, who, who I, I believe he played the following day for RB2. Um, yeah, I think he played, played, he played the full game, right? He played a full 90 on Wednesday, last night, for RB2. So Weird. we know he's not going to start this weekend, probably. <laughs> yeah. Which is just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that sub came in the first minute, and then, you know, uh, 89th minute, uh, Colorado extend their lead to make it five three, um, and then we got a nice little you know uh, fucking courtesy penalty in the ninety sixth minute, and Barlow slotted that in. Um, so yeah, and the two, game ended. To Barlow's credit, 
well-taken penalty. Well, it was a good one. No, it was, was a very well-taken penalty. Fully expecting him to say you're saying it. I was, I, I, I was literally in 101 with like, I was, my arms were on the, 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 the stand in front of me, just like with my head down, like with my hand, my head in my hands. Cause I was like, just waiting for just disaster. But, uh, I sold a uh, Barlow shoe short there. Um, but yeah, that's all, that's all the game that happened. And then, um, the game ended with us having possession of the ball in the attacking half. Um, and then the ref just blew, blew the whistle. And then that was it. Well, the, well yeah, the weird they also called the goal offside. Oh yes, there was also that one, and they did, and the guy he didn't review it. And I need a. I, what, did anyone go back and see if there was a foul on the play? Because if well, not, he then, was then, offside, wasn't it? He was a good couple feet offside. It's like from the TV angle, it was pretty clear right off the bat. Okay, like offsides. The, yeah, the the angle that they showed in Red Bull Arena, he looked fine. Yeah, he looked. Yeah, oh, that one. Yes, he looked onside on 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 the feed they showed in, in the arena. He looked onside. Yeah, no, the side on angle they showed on the TV was like it was like okay, yeah, he's offside. It's like it is what okay. it is type of thing, and it, that's probably what the VAR saw. He was like, "Yep, right call, go on." Got it. Got it. Um, so yeah, um, another loss at home. Um, high scoring affair. Whatever. Um, but are we going to talk about who scored the game winning goal? Who's, who's, oh, yeah. What? Are you talking about Tori? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the kid the kid we caught scored against us. So that's fun. Technically traded his homegrown rights. Yeah. But there were, from what I know, there were issues just about, like, being, like, he had a lot of distractions in this area. So it was, like, he was getting in trouble with the academy, like mm-hmm. missing trainings. Like there were some issues where it was like, I think you needed like a fresh said, kind of thing. As no man, no longer like it's tenable. Like we get your talented, like we'll sell your homegrown rights if your agent can find a better landing spot. And I think like in Colorado, though some of those things are legal there. There aren't as many actions, I think. So. <laughs> It's a little easier for him to focus on just playing soccer and being like a real professional because that wasn't, from what I've heard, that wasn't fully happening. And I don't want to like talk negatively on the kid on like rumors and stuff, but yeah, yeah, there were some issues with like behavior and stuff that they decided. I remember that. So, like, for both sides to move on and to just move on. Yeah. It's not the first time they did that. They did it with Noah Powder after he had like a really good year with. USL. I remember we were at the draft. It was the, I think it was the one in Baltimore. And I asked Wally about him. He was like, "Yeah, unfortunately, we had to like cut him because just there were issues." I was like, "It was like a decade ago." That was the draft where Wally probably went through fifteen popcorns. There you go. <laughs> and like, Rocks Fox team like charged us. With the, oh, that, was, that was the one with um, Shamu, the security guard. All right. Wow. You're bringing out the old, the old lore. Yeah, that uh, was the uh, that was the draft where I almost uh, didn't get back on the bus. I was gonna take the shield with me and hop a flight to L.A. and then fly to Sydney, Australia, with the shield just just because. Just because. Like, just because. What just a shield things. Yeah, just go um, to the Sydney Derby with the MLS Supporter Shield. Yes. 
Loveless. Um, yeah, those were better times. Um, yeah. But back to this, back to now. Um, any any like other thoughts for this catalog? And like I, for me, it's just it's just another game where like I don't know. It, it, there's there's nothing. There's no. I mean, for me, the specific thing to pin is just Struber's tactical decisions, just Struber's just substitutions. But um, but yeah, it's just another it's another game where like there's an, we just we just keep falling apart in the first, in the second half, and it's 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 now this situation where like something has to change, like we have to reevaluate. I remember after the game. I was like, I stayed in the section because, like, I, I I was wanted to walk, I wanted to like leave, the, just leave the, the arena, but I wanted to wait till Stewart for him to come over and like, like try to clap at us for me to like boo him. And he, no joke, I watched him. He was in his, he was on the bench sitting. I think it was next to Eibler for like 15 minutes. He was just sitting there and they were just talking and like he was not moving. I don't even know if he did the MSG interview. Um, he was just there and just not moving and it like. I even took a picture of him, like I zoomed in and took a picture of him. He just like, I don't know if despondent's the right word, but like it was like shell shocked. Where like it's just like, what, what, what is going on? What am I like? I don't know. I'm not trying to. I don't yeah. get into that, but it just felt like this was like the mark of like hitting, like realizing, like uh, we're in, we're in, we're in some deep shit. Yeah, we talked about it a bit on the space, and like kind of the general sentiment was it's a lot of the same and like there's a pattern developing of like not being able to hold on to leads and coming out and pressing really hard and getting off to a fast start and then just completely wilting and Struber's kind of is when things like when things aren't working press harder and when or press more and when pressing more doesn't work you want to press harder and like that's yeah. his tactical shift is like how can I reunite the press or shift the press and shift my formation for the press and it's like what I've been kind of like my realization this week it was like we need to just be able to possess the ball and like give our press a little bit of a respite and give our defenders some rest so they're not constantly like on the front foot defending or having to put out a fire it's kind of there's no in between it's we play so quick that we are like it's get the ball transition and then but like our transition is so like we don't really move like a cohesive unit it's more like pass to one guy who hopefully can pull something off and there's no real like okay let's pull it back work the ball like this is the period of time around the 30th minute we're up two goals let's slow things down a little bit and make the other team chase us and tire them out it's more like let's just keep trying to blitzkrieg again and again and again and it's like that strategy doesn't work in war or soccer. Yeah, yeah, and he he even went on to say like he he mentioned in the, in the well um, in the post game conference where he's just like he's he's the team struggles with protecting leads in recent weeks because of like the the, the um, they're it's a young, young team boys. that that they become overloaded. It's like well then like dude maybe you should reevaluate how you're how you're putting the team out tactically in terms like in situations where it's like, do you have to press all, all 90 minutes? Like, is that really necessary? What the, oh shit. Um, and then like, as he also said about like, 
like his substitution pattern, she's like, his goal is to protect players who have a high workload. It's just like, well, you're the one that's putting the workload on them. So like, shouldn't you reevaluate like what you're doing in, in all aspects to try to like adjust to the players you have? That quote it's made just no for... sense either. Cause it's like, okay, you sub out Yearwood, who you had on the bench for like oh, two months without yeah. playing while Casser is having a bad game and like plays 90 minutes every game. And it's like, so whose workload yeah. is being protected there? Yeah. Like, I didn't, I thought Edelman looked bright when he came in, but it was like, okay, this may be the right player to bring on, but it was like the, the right player guy. to take out. Yeah. It's like, and I feel like that sometimes is like consistently the problem. It's like, He's bringing on, like, it may be the right player at times, the right sub to make, but it's always seems like the wrong player's coming off the field. It's like, oh, we're chasing a game and Morgan's having a good game? Oh, no, now it's time to pull it's off. Like, yeah, right. And that keeps happening where it's like, okay, maybe it's not the players, it's the manager. And, like, things like how anemic they look when they, like, in movement. Like, I keep thinking about this one play and – they win the ball and Morgan gets it and there's no one moving. And then eventually he just takes a 30 yard long shot that ends up in like the top row of one Oh one. Like <laughs> what was the plan there? Like you had overlapping, but like no one's moving cause they're probably knackered from pressing constantly. So their thing is just like, let's kick it and hopefully score a 30 yard wonder goal again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, want to ask you, because um, you had posted during the game um, about how wonderful it would be if someone asked Struber if he saw, I'm paraphrasing of course, but if he saw any correlation between bringing on Barlow and the team basically losing the ability to to combine in the final third and having to sit back because they're now no longer controlling midfield, yada, yada, yada. I mean, and, and I think Cork had had tweeted some sort of a response to a question along these lines, but which which was a bullshit response. Um, yeah. Probably it was probably what Chris just mentioned of like the the um, player minutes limitation. Yeah, the workload. Whatever. Yeah, that was his response. Yeah. Um, what was there? Was there anything? Was there anything more concrete that he's? I, I don't know if you if you were part of the press conference or anything so they do home game press conferences in the stadium now in person uh-huh. so i don't uh, okay so i know someone was like said they were going to ask it but i don't know i know michael batista said he was going to ask it but i haven't had a chance to listen to the audio uh-huh. and i don't know if he like fully like asked as directly but i may i'm going to try to it's a early like seven o'clock presser tomorrow i'm going to see if i have the link and try 7 a.m. your time? Yeah. It's I mean, that would be 4 a.m. your time to go 7 a.m. last round, but yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's 10, p- uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m., got it. All right. Which is pretty normal for them. So, like, I'm going to see if I can get into that presser because I have, I would probably ask that question of just like, are you worried that teams aren't feeling Tom Barlow's a threat? So when he comes on, they can. They can breathe. Yeah, throw, they can breathe. Throw more numbers forward. Because I think that's yeah. part of what's happening is like teams see it and they're like, sweet, we don't have a like worry about this guy. We can put one guy on him and that's yeah. really all you need. His, like, his movement he, is so predictable, isn't it? Yeah. He's going Everything to run in a straight is so line. Yeah. And like, it's not like he's going to check back and like, 
drop into the midfield and hold the ball up and like possess and like give the team a chance to regain its shape it's just like like occasionally he has a nice layoff and then he's sprinting 100 miles like in a straight line yeah (laughs) and like i feel bad for the guy but it's like and i don't like want people to direct and yeah like tell him he sucks like people do Flamala on his instagram comments but like also we need additions there and hopefully maybe that's the segue but hopefully there's something coming in to just like because you're not going to win mls cup with tom barlow being your game-changing 60th minute sub to like give defenders a new look like yeah yeah that's not that's like gets you into the playoffs maybe and probably a first round exit again like that's what that type of player does as your second option up top yeah like i would um, prefer omir like put omir in and because he's can, can take the ball and he can dribble and he can like create and then just kind of play this really fluid front three that just interchanged but like him and morgan are just like very straight line like they're not going to pass they're going to kick and run type of players there's not much sophistication to their games and it's we still it's like we still don't know we still don't know um in goma's injury right like we still don't know the extent or have we have we found that out i think it's yeah, great yeah. to hamstring so probably another couple of weeks great okay. yeah he's out for a bit he's out for a bit okay um anything on Colorado before we move on um i i just just something i noticed i jumped back up onto the perch in the second half because i couldn't do a full first half i needed a break yeah. right um but i don't ever remember the south ward clearing out like that after colorado scored the first fifth goal the one that ended up being called back uh the the south ward was like i don't know 40 percent full if i'm feeling generous the stadium um, emptied out really quick after like, after but, their first fifth goal yeah yeah but like there were just like people just were done and yeah i, I don't even remember that in like the armis years of yeah. people just walking out like yeah. that um so yeah i don't i don't know this it's, this five straight uh saturdays with games at home bookended by an away trip to dc and uh yankee stadium is uh really going to be a test for supporters yeah like, the team and the supporters yeah. yeah um i remember walking towards the stadium like as i was getting there like and i was thinking to myself like oh it's august there's a lot of games this month like I, it'd be hilarious if we somehow like just like sweep this like just get a good set of results in this in this kind of like uh sprint to uh to like the the, the postseason the offseason not the offseason excuse me the, the playoffs um and then the first game the yeah true <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, I was like yeah that'd be hilarious and then we we should we should we shut the bed uh i guess i put a pretty me- mediocre Colorado. Like we we joked last episode. Like like yeah, we should win this game three four nothing, and then it ended up fucking blowing up in our faces. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, same went empty pretty quick, and and we, there was uh, we, there was some, a few fire streamer chance, and there was a little bit of like like 
the people were the thing I noticed and the thing that I was I was watching the game with JC and, and Glad and like like I overheard people around us and JC overheard people around us saying like stuff like what is up with these substitutions like what are the what, what is Struber doing like it's like stuff where like even even like to like I don't want to say layman but like even to most people now it's it's kind of glaringly obvious that the decisions that are being made tactically are not working and it's not just for people that like like are super like fanatical about this team or that like try to get it more analytical or in-depth about about what's going on in front of them it's now like apparent to like most people and if it keeps happening that's gonna get louder and it's 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 not gonna be good it's gonna, it's gonna get bad it will spread beyond the like very online rebel twitter yeah like right now like we were saying that night it's like even the like Klamala absolutely sucks people are not even like they're like yeah but he's still like he's better than Barlow like he should play more like mm -hmm. if those people are like are losing it which like like if they're going from like yeah but like accepting that Klamala is actually like our best striker at the moment like yeah you know things are like there's issues because like those people have been so like adamant that like Klamala sucks we might as well like He's just as bad as Barlow, and now those people are even like coming around to like, yeah, no, he's not our worst player. Like, oh, there's bigger yeah. issues than our strikers. Like, I think like even when you lose those people, you have problems. And even like sure. the biggest like, oh, it's just the owners. Like, the owners stink. It's the owners' problem. And I'm like, part of me is like, yeah, there's issues, but what good does it do they're not here anyways they're not listening to us so like yeah who gives a crap about if, the owners if, they'll listen about if they're not if they're not listening to fifteen thousand empty seats a game like no they're going to the sports business journal and saying look we sold out two games in a row aren't we great in barcelona our, our partners love it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um so it's like i get why there should be anger at the owners but part of me just feels like control the controllables and like we can direct ire at the head the manager who supposedly was hired directly by Dieter himself like yeah that's like obviously he's going to get more ire than the absentee owner who hasn't been here since like it's just kind of obvious that that's where the energy will go yeah that's kind of been my my you know, take on this is that, you know, you, you, I don't want to say you, you get mad at what you can control. Cause you, like, we really have no control over who manages the team. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, we truly have no, no chance of ever changing the mind of ownership on anything. Like, like they're not even watching the games they're they they don't even know when the games happen like there's there is no there is no amount of yelling that we can do that austria is going to listen about that they're not going to get bullied into selling the team they're not going to get you know bullied no and, and, and that ronaldo like <laughs> yeah that, and, and and that doesn't mean that i'm like you know pro red bull i'm not like yeah. I, I don't give a shit who owns the team to be perfectly mm -hmm. honest like a rich person is a rich person and they all fucking suck is is kind of my mentality um 
but like I, I really like there's only so many things you can get mad at in the world that like I, I I choose not to get mad at that because like there's no point it, it's literally screaming into the void no that's exactly so. where I am it's like what I want is like a competent local leadership like there's a direct and that's like if Jochen Scheider ever has a press conference like, he's here. I, he's, I said, he's actually yeah, stateside. I said it on the spaces. My question is, can you detail the org chart? Because yeah. no one knows what anyone does. No one knows who runs Rebel 2. No one knows yeah. what Dennis Hamlet's job is. Like, can you detail show me like what you do, what Dennis Hamlet does, what Sean yeah. does? Like, show me an org chart and like how it actually shakes out. And I would be like, the what's the separation person. of duties here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, like, at this, I think at this moment right now is, is probably the most I've, – I've seen the most Red Bull out sentiment in, in a while. And it's, it's weird in the sense that it's, it's from – it's Red Bull out from two different vantage points where um, for some people it's Red Bull out because there's no accountability and we don't know who like, – like Eric said, like we don't know who's doing what and the people over across the Atlantic don't care, so why should we want them around? Um, then you have the, the, the kind of – I would say the original Red Bull people where it was just more – it was coming more from a place where like, oh, they're not signing difference makers, yada, 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 and we don't win MLS Cup and we're quote-unquote bad when in actuality – I would love for us to at least have like years like like 15 and 18, um, even if it ended up with like a shit end in terms of playoffs. But like, there's so it, much it, fun throughout it. There, it, there's more. Yeah, exactly. Like this right now, I'm not. I, I'm, I, I'm still like going to games and I'm still like hanging out with friends. But like on the, the on field the on field product, I just it's not it's not that fun to, to watch. And I like it sucks for me to say that because I love watching the team, but like it's just that entire game. I'm just there. I'm just like, man, this is weird. And like, I'm not this. It's I'm not having. I'm straight up not having a good time, man. Um, it so feels like, like some of those like summer open cups. I don't. Know, you guys remember the open cup against Philly that was moved to midday because yes. of, like a Fiorentina PSG friendly. Like right. It kind of feels a little bit like that time, and like that was when we were like. Losing to like sixteen and seventeen, like, like like it was like 2016, 2017, yeah. like that, 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 yeah. That, when all the photos was, of us dead inside and the you can't self oh, immolator, it's like, but like that was nineteen. Yeah, it's like a combination of all those like pockets that we had, all like coming yeah. together at once, and that feeling of like just dread, almost like things don't feel right. Yeah. Yeah, I, and you mentioned emulators, and we go up there in a few weeks. So, yay! Um, let's. Um, let's and I move wish on. I could go. That's the sad part. <laughs> you do? You do? Is that like? Uh, I wish I was on the East Coast and could just like go to an NYCFC away game. It's at uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. No, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> careful what you wish for, please. Um, so let's let's move on from Colorado. Like last away trip, but we went. I went on. We won at New England. So I'm just saying. Was that this season? Yeah. Uh, oh, when, all right. You were when that guy tried to fight us because we were uh, yeah. Jets fans. Apparently, I mean, that's that's always. Happens. Oh my god! Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Wait, that was. This, I, I mean, I was. I was with. I feel like that happens all the time. The time. I'm, 
I missed that. But what was that about? Uh, it was like after the game, we were going through the parking lot, and like some guy. Never mind. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it was just like an idiot. Yeah. Never it was, mind. I was like, Padan, you were right next to me. Yeah. Uh, transfer news. On to transfer news. The transfer deadline is in, I guess, an hour and nine minutes as of this recording. No, 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 no. Is it over? Nine p.m. Central time. Oh, Central we have time. Two oh, hours we, nine we have two hours. Okay, there you go. I believe that's uh, because U.S. Soccer is headquartered in Chicago. In Chicago. Oh, uh, yep. there you go. Um. So yeah. So transfer rumors are there's not that many. <laughs> Duncan. Let's start with Duncan because Boger yes, just updated with... and said he the Red Bulls have signed him. So that was so Breaking we'll start with Duncan right now. Breaking right now. Uh, so yeah, so Kyle Duncan is coming back um, after we let him go on a free at the end of last season. Um, he went off to Belgium, um, and he is coming back to us. Um, it's a loan, am I correct? Loan, no option to loan, no option to buy. Um, and yeah, he's Kyle Duncan's back. Uh, thoughts, opinions. This has been Hamlet all over it. I, I was, yes, this feels. This does feel like very much like a Dennis Hamlet. Sure like, he's repped by Damani Rolfe, who's like Hamlet's guy in the agency world, and it's like, oh, we kind of need a right back. Oh, what's Kyle Duncan up to? Oh, he's struggling. He's not really in the plans of his Belgium team this year or this yeah. fall. Oh, let's see if we can get him for a loan. Oh, perfect. And. I mean, in the in the shell of where we are, it's a good like signing. I don't love Duncan's game, but he's American, so no visa. He knows what he's like the system, so no real like lag time yeah, to is, get him up. This is to not speed. a yeah. It's this is not a fitness. signing. We're gonna we're gonna wait for him and, and to come in like October. Like he's gonna like we're gonna sign him and we don't see him until October. Like he knows what we do. He he he's, he's I'm assuming fit still. Uh, I mean, Struber's metric for fit is a completely different story, but yeah, like he should be good to go. I wouldn't be shocked if he is on the bench against DC. Just like really, I mean, who knows? Yeah, I don't maybe. know if he's in Belgium currently and has to get back to America, but like, yeah, it's not that hard. Chilling in Queens this whole time, like <laughs> show up tomorrow at the training facility. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I will be perfectly honest. I was honest on Twitter. Um, I completely forgot Kyle Duncan existed. Um, and, like, that's not a slight on him. It's just, like, when I had to go back and look to see when he left, because I was like, oh, man, he had to have left, like, pre-pandemic. And it was like, no, he left in December. And I'm like, wait, he fucking played for us last year? Yeah. Like, I had no memory of him playing 32 games for us last year. Yeah. None. Like, I... I don't remember anything from last year. He's like, I have a just... weird banger with his left foot, which was like crazy because he never uses his left foot. Yeah, I I have apparently just just thrown last year into the void and memory uh, wipes. forgotten all about it. Like, fuck. <laughs> um... you did the little like. Men in Black thing, and they were like, "Yeah, you, you neuralize yourself. Team. You're yeah. still going to travel for this team, and you're still." Twenty twenty one didn't happen. <laughs> but twenty twenty one did not happen. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember any of the episodes we recorded? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. 
there are too few to remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, go you, ahead. You, you mean to tell me you don't remember when I was the field reporter out in Chicago? Oh, right. <laughs> yes. Yes. I vaguely remember that. All I remember is being in Philly and like having to having forty five seconds to make a connecting flight in Vegas back from LA at the beginning of the year. I don't remember anything else in the middle. Like mm. like nothing. Like we had a game in May when it was like fifty degrees and somebody was like, Oh man, remember last year Memorial Day when it was like forty five degrees? I'm like, No, I don't. Like I, I have no concept of time for the last two and a half years. Like it, it's the whole world is a blur. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm I'm with uh, I'm with you. Uh, who said that? Like they're not over the moon about it. Like I'm, like yeah, reinforcements are good, and it's someone was familiar with the system. But like like I, I don't really. Back then, I didn't really like Kyle Duncan's play all that much. Like he was he was a serviceable player for us. Um, but there was just on the, on the the like smaller like smaller things that I didn't enjoy about his play. Like for one, he just couldn't cross a ball. Just like every time, I, I feel like I tweeted like, "Oh, Duncan has the ball and he's crossing, and the play's done." Like it just flew over everyone's head, and and it just went out. Um, and there was like there was a few games where like he cost his goals by just like stopping in the middle of play because he like complained about a call or whatever. Like there's certain things about about Duncan's play style that like when he left, I was just like, all right. Um, but yeah, if, yeah. if he's back, he's, though, I guess. He sometimes gets like, he loses his mark, gets called ball watching on the back post. And my big yeah. thing is like, he over dribbles. Like he's mm-hmm. like sometimes slows the play down too much, but actually maybe for this team, that's good. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Last year it was always like, Oh dude, like you're taking five touches too many when you could play someone in. But maybe it's keep dribbling Kyle Duncan and we'll be able to press more. Yeah, that way we can get players up and then maybe one of your crosses will land within the vicinity of them. Um, so, yeah, so he'll be, he's, he's on his way back. Um, there was a, two other rumored um, signs that once the Metro reported. Um, there was uh, this afternoon uh, Gustavo Guimaraes reported that there was a um, – linking us to a loan deal for a player, uh, Elias Manuel, Manuel uh, from Gremio. Um, so he's, uh, he was, uh, he scored twice last season for 20 appearances at the second division. Um, and it would cost 1.5 million for them to, to for us to sign him permanently. Um, that is, uh, as of right now, I don't know if there's been anything else on that front. Um, the other one that looks like it was already kind of quietly kiboshed was, um, that we made an approach for uh, Tomas Peckmart, a uh, Czech international. I think he's like 33 or something like that. A uh, forward um, who is also was he also at Legia Warsaw? Yes, he is. Sorry, six five free agent from Legia, Legia Warsaw. Um, who was so he's teammates with Lukinias, um, but again, it looks like um, the rumors for that have quietly like quickly dissipated. Well, he's a uh, free agent, so he doesn't. He's not bound by the transfer window, per se. Oh, okay. There right. is a little more flexibility in him. I like just, I just don't ever see us signing someone over the age of like, at most thirty-one, and he's thirty-three. And for a forward, I mean, I don't know, maybe like I, but I just don't see it. See it happen. 
Um, it's like a the other signing, like you keep blaming he's... how young your team is. Here's a here's a here's a here's a 33 year old Chuck guy. Um, I think someone joked about like Luke Rogers coming back. Right. Yeah. I think we we mentioned that a few weeks ago. Uh, like Sherpa would let we were... another bald guy dominate. <laughs> that would not go well with his ego. No. Um, were there any other rumors that I that that? Um, Gustavo had another one on a left back from M Black, I think. Oh yes, I think I saw that one before I jumped into the fall. Um, but it looked like that I haven't seen anything since then. Um, the yeah, only other thing like they reached out about Jackson Rodriguez. Okay. And I know Cork also reported that like they were in trade talks, and like there will be stuff that comes out like tomorrow. Like, yeah. That have got that got done at the eleventh hour, and. They like literally kinda, everyone stays quiet, especially like trade things. Like I know there were some trade talks. People kept like bringing up Arango from LAFC, but that's not happening. Like Arango, mm. one like is the antithesis of what a Red Bull forward is. He's like the ultimate poacher. He doesn't run anywhere else, but when the team has the ball in around the six yard, like eighteen yard box. And then, he had a player like that once. Yeah, he scored a lot of goals for us. Uh, he did more than that. <laughs> he adapted. <laughs> no, just, he adapted well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, no. He, and LAFC no. decided not to trade. Not to trade. So. Okay. Rats. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention in in relation to transfers, um, once the Metro uh, posted an article, I think it was before the Barca game that um, Tom Edwards. Um, it might be on his way back to Stoke. Um, he's already there. Oh, he's already there. He flew out last Thursday. Yeah, they're currently Wonderful. saying he's there for personal matters. Yeah, there was the tweet but, from the team that he, yeah that he's out. He's like that with the team for personal reasons. Um, but you're saying that that Stoke recalled him. Uh, that's what I've been told. Okay, so Tom Edwards is uh, is gone. Which yeah. it, it, for me that 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 sucks a lot. Like it's very odd. Like duh, Chris, yeah. Um, but I really like Tom Edwards. I really liked what he did for us. I really like what he brought to the team. Not only like in terms of what he did on the field, but like like his leadership qualities. Like he was he he, he got under opposition skin. Um, all, pretty much all facets of his game, I really enjoyed. And for him to for him to just kind of like and be gone like in a matter of days especially right now during this kind of like downswing uh it's just another another gut punch um yeah that really sucks yeah i just i want to apologize to everybody because last year at the beginning of the season i got the the one beat kit or whatever the hell it's called and i got um on the back and then he he left um, so this year I got Tom Edwards on the red jersey, oh, no. and now he left. But it's okay because when they did the Juneteenth jerseys, the the auction for it, um, nobody bid on the Tom Barlow one, so I did. So I got that. <laughs> Hoping right. Bradley Cardell, take him home. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, just let's uh, yeah. I mean, never put names be... on jerseys. It would be our expansion kind of luck 
that they would like St. Louis would take Barlow because like the last expansion draft we were in, Cincinnati took Hassan and not. <laughs> oh no! Well, Stroud uh, didn't Austin um, take Stroud? Stroud. Yeah. But yeah. it's like that. None of those guys have gone on to be like, oh, it's like no one's pining like, oh, I wish like, well, and Dom's back, but like no one's like, oh, I really wish like Jared Stroud was back. He would have been like what we needed. Like, I wouldn't mind Jared Stroud, but no one's like crying over him. They probably yeah, forget yeah. about him. Yeah. When we saw uh, his brother from Duke, they'll be like. Wait, didn't we have a shirt? That name, yeah. That name so familiar. Um, yeah, so that's all, the, that's all we have in terms of transfer news. The other piece of news um, that came in today uh, was that uh, Red Bulls 2 announced that they are joining um, MLS Next Pro next season. Um, so they're leaving US, the USL Championship, um, going down to MLS Next Pro. Um, Okay. Officially official. Officially official. We've always we've we've kind of seen it coming in terms of just like what other reserve sides, uh, MLS reserve sides were were, were doing. Um, the USL basically announced that like they were kicking all the or like phasing them out yeah. of the league and like expiration of their contracts or whatever. So like, and that could be part of the reason why they. They want to get ahead of it. Struggle to attract talent to this team because it's like they do like when they sign these players, they're still signing them to USL contracts. Like that's who holds the contract. Okay. So it's like probably couldn't sign anyone to more than one year deals, and like can't throw an option in a contract when you're. I don't know really how that works. Yeah. Find a lawyer or something. Where's the ESC lawyer on retainer? Um, to understand that but like i would think there's like some stiff like rules about like yeah you know you're on the way out of this league you can't sign like multi-year deals with these players so i do wonder yeah. if that's also why they can't like they like built such a bare bone squad which with a lot of local guys who maybe aren't quite at this level of soccer yeah, yeah. and i also i also wonder if um like mls is going to change the roster rules on call-ups from usl sides like basically forcing the hand of everyone because we weren't the only ones that held out this year to not go to mls next pro so i wonder how much of it is you know you won't be able to move guys up and down the same way you have in the past you have yeah. to have the team in in our closed league type mm, thing yeah yeah i think though there'll be still like you'll be able to manipulate your first team roster by like shifting players oh yeah yeah. i just i just mean like if if one team decided like no we're not going to mls next bro we're staying in usl there's nothing keeping the league from being like fine but you can't move any of those players into your Uh, into your roster like that's i don't think they can technically do that for like fifa rules Mm. but like like, so dc is doing that like supposedly what i've heard is Loudon is getting independent owners and DC is going to just give them like players and run their roster, which seems like weird because like USL doesn't like that either, but they may like, I think eventually that will get phased out and DC will have a MLS next pro team. And yeah. maybe just like use Loudon as like a loan, like loan a player or two to them for the season, kind of like what we did with Tampa and La Capa. Mm-hmm. But 
it, it is weird that Loudon didn't move down other than supposedly their stadium deal that built that thing in Loudon was like the tenant has to be a second division soccer male soccer team. So like they literally can't be Loudon United and play in that stadium in MLS next pro. Hmm. All right. But besides um, them and Montreal is just not fielding a team. <laughs> <laughs> Because Montreal does what they want. Yeah, they don't. They they don't believe in rules. Um, so yeah, that's all the news we have. Um, on to uh, on to the game we have this weekend. Um, we uh, have a game against a team. The team is uh, the DC United. Uh, they are no. Um, they are currently in last place in the Eastern Conference. Uh, 21 points, uh, six wins, three draws, 13 losses. Their last game was a 3-0 loss to Charlotte FC um, in Charlotte. Um, what was their game, game before that? Their game before that was a 2-1 win against Orlando. Why would why? What the fuck for, Steve? <laughs> I, I looked at that before and I was like, oh, that's funny. And I moved on because I didn't want to I, yep. I didn't want that yeah, information. No, there's just got to be more misery. Oh God. Um. Yeah. So that game is when is that game? That's on Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Um. Yeah. So that game's on Saturday at uh, what time it is? Seven thirty. Thank you. Military time on who scored? Damn it. Um. So yeah, what are you guys feeling for this game on Saturday on the road? Against like, uh, Wayne Rooney's Wayne Rooney's boys. This game is like the opposite of like the movable force versus the unstoppable object or whatever. It's a free falling. Is. It's a free falling force against a, a team that's like barely pushing a boulder up a hill. Yeah, I think it's more like the unstoppable, like unstoppable object or the immovable force versus the other immovable force, and they just don't clash at all. Like. <laughs> They both are sinking ships at the moment, and it's like who's sinking faster. Oh man! I mean, they're already basically submerged. We're just kind of like we've are, we've hit. Orlando was the iceberg. Right now, we're just like uh, we're just uh, trying yeah. to figure out who goes they onto the fucking Philly. lifeboats. They got red weddings in Philly, and we oh right, Atlanta. that did happen. Yeah, they did lose really bad to Philly. <laughs> that was I, funny. I just, I just want to remind everyone that they have a new head coach yeah. and seem to be on the up and up based on everything that I've seen from them. Like not, not meaning their play, but like their belief in themselves. Um, I, I fully expect a loss on Saturday. Like, you're, you're, you're like three, one, like <laughs> just, <laughs> Just Please. Victor Paulson is somehow gonna like score a brace against us. It's weird with them because like they beat Orlando on Sunday and then come back on Wednesday and lose three zero to Charlotte. Yeah, like it's hard to get a read on them, and like, but like it's... if we just keep doing the same thing, like the maniacs that we we are insane, it may just keep trying to like press people to death and end up pressing ourselves to death. Like that's my fear is like 
Because like it didn't start with Orlando. It was no, it no. Started it's... with the NYCFC game, and like even the Austin game, it was like we almost caught that one up. Yeah. In a very similar fashion, like the Austin game and the Colorado game are the same game. Mm-hmm. It's just Cornell bailed us out in Austin, and in, against Colorado, we didn't get bailed out. Like we made some yeah. mistakes, and there were some unsavable shots because of deflections. Like, yeah. otherwise, they're the same game. We were really on track to blow that Austin game 5-4 as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's the, the players, like, they're a team that's currently in transition. Obviously, they haven't, they haven't even had coach. Um, he's bringing in players. Um, Bill Hamid is currently, like, on his way out. Like, that that era is, is winding down. They have, like, Ola Kamara and, and fucking um, – a guy that we were we were trying to get at the start of the season, uh, Taxi Fuentes, the, uh, the the great guy, um, who's been decent for them. They still have players like Russell Canoose. He's been pretty solid, I would say. Like, yeah, he, he's the only reason they're anywhere at the moment. Yeah, they, they're, they're like again, like they're at the bottom of the table, but they're like not. Don't let that that fool you. And like Steve said, they they're looking. They're more on the upswing than they are just kind of floundering at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. Um, they're looking to, to 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 try to climb the to try to make like a late season push to even try to get a playoff spot. I don't know if they'll get to that, but um, it's a it's a this coming game is it's probably their big their biggest chance for a statement game, given that it's against the one against their rival um, at home. Um, Man, I'm the opposite of me. As I can go as far as like say like it's gonna game's gonna end like two two, and that's just me being optimistic. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough game. It will be a tough game for us, and especially if we if we don't change anything that we've done in the past few. If if there's no adjustments, if there's no if there's no evaluation evaluating of what we've what we've done wrong in the past few games, then it's gonna it, it'll be worse. But uh, I really hope that we do you change something. Uh, this is such a horrible thing to say as a supporter, but mm. I literally don't care what happens. <laughs> like, like I, I mean, it's it's not even it's not like I. This is the least stressed I've ever been going into like a DC game away from. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't care at all. And we haven't had many. We haven't had many like high impact DC games. No, we have been terrible for the past ten years. Yeah, yeah. It's always been their fault, not ours. Um, um, and the no, I, yeah. But it um, is like so fitting that like here we are. We finally get this Saturday DC game. Beginning of the year, we're like looking at this. We circle it on the calendar. I'm not going. I'm not going to the game. We get all excited about it. Beginning of the year, it's like finally Saturday DC. Like the league did us a favor, and this is the way we're going into it. (laughs) Like in the worst possible form. Everyone hates everyone. Like everyone's pissed off. Like it's like just so fitting that this is the way we're going into it. Yeah. Like we'll probably like I don't. I don't even have the time or the energy to like hate dc this week like i'm too busy (laughs) hating us like like there's there there are like two dc fans that are actually have twitter accounts and like (laughs) you know for for them it's like 
you know, oh man, it's robbery week. It's like not now. Now's not the fucking time, Alex. <laughs> like we're, not we're in the middle of something over here. I'll get to you, but not now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's 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 uh, after like I remember looking after the Orlando game, I was like on the fence and like no, it was before the Orlando game. The the, the 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 deadline was extended for the tickets for this the DC game, and I was like, should I go? And then Orlando game happened. I'm like, I have no desire to 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 go down for that game. Sit on a bus. And... I don't know, man. It, no, it sucks because I, I it, it's just like if that's get back at two a.m. in the morning and like I, like I don't want to go down there and see another fucking shitty performance and just like see more bad decisions and then like get like yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it's also not, like, like, what are we even playing for right now? It's, a home playoff game, which I also don't care about. Like, yeah, Shield like, basically are, gone at this yeah, point. Absolutely gone. Um, I mean, yeah, Shield is gone, barring something ridiculous. Like, yeah, have barring to go on like another twenty game unbeaten run. Yeah, like nine of those being wins, and it's like, and oh, and bro. and Philly completely collapsing along with like LA and Austin or something like that. Yeah, like I don't know how far out we are in the Shield. We but, are first place is LA with forty eight. We're at thirty six. That's astonishing yeah, so. that we're that close. <laughs> it doesn't feel back. like it. It doesn't all. feel like it. I mean, it's four, um, it's four wins, but like it's yeah. out of. No. They do have a game in hand still, but also. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like yeah. they have 15 wins to our 10, but we just like. We have a lot of draws. Like we, we've drawn six games. Yeah. Like that's the difference. Like we've saved some points here and there, but it's like. Pretty much every game we've saved points, it's like because we should have also won. Right. It's those road wins at the start of the season that essentially saved us and yeah. kept us in 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 at least the top four of the East. And uh, those like, fluky wins, like the Austin game, and like and the fluky, yeah, true. I think that, did we tie in our home form? Right? There was, uh, yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't remember now. Um. Oh, you don't care. So there's, yeah, that's your. That's your prediction. My, my prediction. My prediction is that I'm gonna. I don't know. I'll probably have three or four beers before the game. There you go. Nice. Um. Yeah. Uh. Let's move on to questions. Um. I think you just for my prediction, just insert like. Oh yeah. The the no. Mister T like. From Rocky, like what's your name? <laughs> there you go. Just insert that sound clip. Just insert. Okay, I'll go find that sound clip for you, Eric, and I'll put it in. Uh, <gasps> Uh, let's get to questions. Uh, we don't have that many this week, so we'll, 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 we'll run through this quick. Uh, question. Uh, thanks for sending questions. Uh, everything about this season sucks. Um. First question is from Nerdwish. Uh, Juan Escalante asks, if Struber flies back to Vienna tomorrow, can you make sure his luggage winds up on a plane to Algeria? Juan, not only will I, it's, I will deliver it to Algeria myself. I'll make the shift. I don't know how, how that, I'll get, make it happen, but I'll figure it out. I, I'll call on some favors. Oh, yeah. Man, what am I talking about? Me having to go to Algeria for it. Man, yeah, yeah. 
it's it's as good as done. It's as good as done. <laughs> I was anyways moving on. Uh, thank you for the question. Next question is from uh, from C. Deneen asking, uh, where where does this past match rank in the wildest matches all time at RBA? Was I correct when I leaned down to Pat after 2-1 and said, chaos game repeatedly, I'll hang up and listen? Um, craziest, like the thing was, you look at the scoreline and it's 5-4 and you think, oh, wow, what a crazy game. And it's just like, at no point did it feel like it was like a – like a crazy back and forth, like high scoring, like high octane affair. It just felt like felt like, it, it, it was wasn't like... even it wasn't even our first five four loss at Red Bull Arena. We did that right. in like twenty fifteen. Right. <laughs> yeah, like Pat said, like it like it, it wasn't like like uh us versus the galaxy in two thousand nine in Giant Stadium. Like it wasn't even like that. Like 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 that, you can consider was a pretty exciting. That actually was a brilliant game. If you're yeah, yeah. Even like, though, I, even though, yeah, the purists would poke holes in in the defending when nine goals go in. But that, I mean, that actually was a pretty high quality game. Unlike this one, where, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it it, it was it was it was crazy. I mean, there, there were, I mean, it had everything, um, but it was not like, as I mean, I I think I think touching on it being like like. To end and and feeling like the game was always in you know on, on a on a knife edge. It wasn't. It was it was basically a game of of, of two halves, and yeah. Colorado's yeah, half was, like was slightly halves. longer than ours. I wouldn't even say it was two halves. It, like you said, it wasn't like this back and forth. Like, well, they score, we score, they score, we score. It was like we score and then just capitulate. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, here, score. Like, we're going to make a mistake, and here's a like, but like. No time. There was only like once it got to like the fiftieth, sixtieth minute, and you saw us fading, and like you saw Colorado like just sending numbers. Only then did it feel like, oh, we're not going to win this game. Like when it was three one, it was like, oh, okay, we gave up a stupid goal, whatever. Like we got this. But then it just like something shifted, and it just slowly felt like, yeah, no, here we go again. Like the collapse is imminent. Like hopefully we can like pull something out our ass, and we did it. Yeah. Did not. So, so, so I, I I guess we could go into like what, what was what was the craziest Red Bull Arena game? I think that loss against Chicago is up there. Uh, no, the uh, the um, diving Dax header against or right. or um, on hell twenty ten against Houston. The, oh, the uh, the yeah, the the free kick at in like the one thousandth minute or whatever it was. Um, there was that game with Felipe. Was it Felipe hat trick? Or the one of them being a free kick? He, he scored two free kicks. Also, that was also two. against Houston. Yes. Yeah. And it was like two in the. It was like two after the eighty-eighth minute or something like that as well. We were losing. There was that game against Casey where like Rizza scored like an absolute. But like make it like three two, like come from behind. I don't know if you yeah. guys remember that. I do. Yeah. Okay. Or like I, or 2018, I, 2018 playoffs, uh, first round, second leg against um, Columbus, when uh, when what Royer scored like two goals in three minutes. Mm-hmm. I think he came off the bench, but like 
the, like just finished the game. Like that was it. That was incredible. Uh, but as far as like an insane game, I don't, I don't know if it, if it takes that yeah. box. Yeah. Um, there was a game. I forgot what year it was. There was a game against San Jose where we just beat the sh- shit out of them. And for me, I consider that a crazy game just in the, in, in how how one sided it was. That was the season um, opener, Chris. That was not the season opener. No, it was. It no, was no, no. Yeah, it was I'm two years before year. that. <laughs> Two years no, before no, no, that, we beat, them, we beat them 5-1, and that that's was like the mid-season, game. yeah. That's the game. That's the game. Yes, I remember that. I remember just being in the section, and like I, I was just like, every time we scored a goal, I would like run back and forth in, in the section, because like I was like near the near the front. Um, I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. This is ridiculous. Like, honestly, uh, the, that Portland game as well, that we won 4-0. The like, opener? Scored. The Ben Wines and Carlos yeah. Rivas? Carlos like, Rivas, yeah. Um, like, like kind of crazy like oh kaku's like new guy on the block like we're flying high yeah that was that was like right that was tijuana tuesday guy like (laughs) like everything was like on the up and up and vibes wise you're making me sound such a great yeah that was just those Those were were the days those were (sighs) i I have like like the 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 like black hole of craziness was we played rsl they had two players sent off, and we won one nil, scoring in like the third minute against eleven players, and just like were were completely ineffectual against nine for the rest of the game. But was that game like, at home, or was that the one? Yeah, that was at home. I don't remember this. Now. Right? Who was right. the who? Which, RSL. Who RSL. That was uh, like, yeah, that was that was the game that we got the guy that like. He ended up like joining VA, but like he brought a trumpet, and Brent was like, "Can you play taps?" And he was like, "What?" And he's like, "Can you just play taps?" Was that the game that we lost like four nothing to RSL? Is that the game we're talking about? No, we didn't lose. Know. We won one nil. Oh, we won one nil. But it was oh, a, I'm thinking of another it was, RSL. It was a it was a pretty flaccid performance against nine players for a good chunk mm. of the game. Craziest part of the game against Colorado was that there was a guy with a melodica in the sec in 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 the South Ward. Do you guys know what a melodica is? Yeah, yeah. And there was a guy randomly in a Denmark jersey that lit a flare in in one oh two. But like he just like held it in his hand. I think it was after the first goal, maybe the second. But he just like held it in his hand like like a little kid holding a lollipop, thinking like this is fine. I'm allowed to have this. I and can like, do this here. And like VA board like rushed over and it was like, no, 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 no. We got to put that out. And he ended up being like escorted out by security. Oh man. Oh, no. But like, oh, yeah, it was shirt. like, but, but it was like a road flare. Like it, oh, it wasn't even like, it was like a smoke. It was just like an actual like. No, no, no. It was, it was like, it was like, like just a bright light. Like, like it wasn't, it wasn't red. There was no smoke. They, like, it didn't look cool. It's like, like Jeff Goldblum literally... in Jurassic Park, where you like practice the player to distract the T Rex kind of thing. Like, is that yeah, what yeah. you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like fuck. dude, dude looked like he was holding one of those like those sparklers they put on cakes just without the sparkles. Like, <laughs> like it was so stupid. I feel like you shouldn't be kicked out for that because it's like, hey, yeah, let me in with it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. So, so it was a candle, is what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. He had a candle. I forgot to mention there was another fucking pitch invader at this at the game. Right. Yeah. Right. What the fuck is going on? It's back to back games now. <laughs> we just. Uh, yeah, it's just weird vibes. Where did weird. that come from? Was it like because they didn't show any of that on TV? Like the bars was, they showed, but like they didn't show any. Of it was it was towards the end of the game. Some guy ran us to the field. He, it um, wasn't from the south ward. It was. It was not. It was from the other side of the field. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I tried to get. I tried to get you should have punched Struber started, uh, but no. I didn't. I didn't get that many people. Uh, they were joining. No one was on board. The, yeah. the thing about like I've noticed seeing like I think it's a TikTok trend now, like pitch invading. Like I've been seeing it on my like for you page. Gosh. Like these kids like taking POV views of them pitch invading and getting tackled by like the security guards or even getting side of the field. Like I've been seeing it on my like. You'll see, like, probably, like, the Barca kids, like, who pitch and baited, like, I'll see them on the TikTok in a week or so, like, when they upload it, like, get out of jail and upload their, like, point of view. Because, like, I've been seeing that, especially with the, like, it's common with the international friendlies, like, that always seems to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird to see it on a Tuesday night Colorado Red Bull MOS game with 5,000 people in attendance. That, the that only is person... so against, I'm sorry, that is so against the spirit of pitch invading. It's yeah, yeah. You're yeah, not I mean, also you're doing it because you're that. drunk and completely out of control, not not because you are 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 a little clout chaser. That's that's disgusting. Those people yeah. really should be arrested. The only person that should be able to invade pitches is Remy Gaillard. And that's that's all I have to say about that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. He does it. He does it with skill and and flair. Um, but yeah, really what's he been doing for the last have, ten years? I don't even know. Pitch invasions have gone like clear of like just being like a drug thing to being like a marketing stunt since like Vitaly did it at the World Cup and like was promoting his like girlfriend's like Pornhub or whatever. Like, at that point, wow. it was like, oh wait, we could use pitch invasions like as a marketing tool be like because the photos will get out there and like if right 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 my shirt like it'll get it'll get out there video like it sadly has gone the way of like cloud chasing sad times sad sad um but yeah whoever asked what a melodica is it's like it's like a horn instrument but like there's a keyboard on it um the guy that was playing it was playing like the songs we were singing um and he was wearing a, a leipzig jersey i was very confused um, I, I have a video of it. I might upload it uh, with when I tweet out the episode. Um, it's just the bully bull mascot guy on his day off. Just, yeah, he just his his, his the, the bully suit got lost in 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 transit, so he's waiting for a tape to arrive. Um, yeah, that's the only those, those are the questions we got. I, I, I oh, got wait. one. I have oh, yes. one more. Um, it's not really a question. It's a it's a demand. And it doesn't really make any sense because the person it's addressed to is not here. But um, it's Alex as, uh, not asking, saying, I want to hear JC talk for no less than 10 minutes on the topic of fiat currency. Listen, Alex, do, do, can't help you. Were you going to say that? No, I was just like, do, do any of us have a response to this aside from that I'm Bitcoin not talking is, about... is stupid and... I'm, and, and I mean, he's not here. He's, yeah. 
yeah, we had an NFT lined up and and we put the kibosh on that as well. So like, no, we're not. It's, crypto's is bad. So you're uh, not minting that photo of JC in the section? No, I'm not minting that photo. No. There's our conversation. <laughs> uh, but thank you, I guess. Thanks, Alex, for the statement sure. or demand. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, we all... <laughs> predictions range from it's going to be a bad 3-1 loss to... 2-2 draw to I don't care. And what did you say? Uh, pain. Sorry, I forgot yours, Eric. Pain. And I will, I'll put it here as well. Um, so, yeah. That's going to that's gonna do it for us this week. There's a... Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's weird. It's, it's, it's like, it's just... I just hope it doesn't get worse from this. Because, like, I don't see how it can. But, like, I really hope they don't find a way. Uh, I think it'll get worse. No, please. We can keep losing and not make the playoffs. Like it can get. Oh, worse. that would be that would be the icing on 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 the shit cake. Like, um, hopefully, so yeah. this is rock bottom, and it's like yeah, and we bounce we come some back. transfers. It's some new blood in some the trades. Squad, yeah, yeah. Like, hopefully, like we'll see. Maybe hopefully. Um, Eric, well, maybe, like, we beat DC, and like we're all happy again because we snapped them four zero and. That'd be Life great. Good. That'd be great. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next week to talk about the uh, the result against DC and then <laughs> the home game against Orlando. Uh, it's uh, what is it? Marvel Marvel superhero night with uh, Tyler Adams as like some dumb shit. It's Tyler um, Adams as Captain America. Yeah, great. Uh, Eric. You know things Thank aren't you. great when we're marketing players who don't play for us anymore. We'll probably go into yeah, that more. He's not even in the system. Like, <laughs> like, like he's they, no longer even this. They planned this when he was still at Le- Leipzig, and like he's not anymore. Like we're we're literally doing a fucking bobblehead for a Leeds United player. <laughs> hey, there could be some good eBay possibilities. Like, like, did we did we really blow any of the eight million dollars we just got on that? Like, I, I really hope not. Eric, you've opened up my eyes to the possibility of of this bobblehead being like like the Barcelona tickets, but in like in physical form. Well, I'll have to I'll have to keep an eye out, see I mean, see the trends between like USMNT weirdos and, but they probably hate him because like. We have, we have to waste off of the World Cup. We have to waste off of the World Cup. See how it does the World Cup, and then and then and then from there, kind of. Yeah, Leeds fans. It's like maybe some Leeds fans will be like, "Ooh, that's really cool. I'll pay thirty bucks for that." And, I, and need at least triple, I need at least triple digits. <laughs> I mean, no one will be there, so you could probably get three or four of them. That's true. That is true. Like, uh, I have no interest in this bobblehead. Like the Tolkien one, I'm happy I was able to get one of those, but yeah. Tyler, this one is just like, weird. It's just weird. It's more just like men's national team fuckery. Like, stop treating MLS like it's the men's national team feeder system and marketing everything around the national team. Uh, like, I'm not open up that can of If you're doing a Captain America one, make it Aaron Long. Like, he plays for the national team too. Yeah, that's true. And he's our captain. It's like, 
Yeah. Sometimes so this club, man. The weirdest, the weirdest club. Uh, Eric, oh, yeah. thank you for coming on, man. We thank appreciate you for having, having you. It was uh, a pleasure. If, Anytime. If, yeah, we'll, we'll probably have you back on um, so you can collect another weird infinity stone or whatever. Uh, and yeah, guys, uh, we will see y'all uh, next week. Uh, later. See ya. Peace. Bye.